Hey, and welcome to the Resound Church podcast. Whether it's your first or your 40th time tuning in, we're so glad you're here and we pray you get something powerful from this sermon. Good morning, everyone. What a beautiful song we've just come out of. Hey, I'm so, so grateful for our worship team. You know, they they work so hard to put things together so that we can be blessed. And we have been blessed today by their ministry. And so that was awesome. But hey, this morning, I get the honour of continuing our series, Real Relationships. Last week, you heard from Trent great message and so I encourage you go back onto YouTube if you missed it and listen to it because he really really um, spoke to us powerfully about our relationship really with God and and the way that we interact and and have a relationship with him so don't miss it if you have and if you want to why don't you go back and re-listen because it's really good to take notes and listen to that But for me today, I get the privilege of speaking about friendships, real relationships, but in that, our friendships. You know, we have friends in the workplace. We have friends in school, university, childhood friends, long-term friends, short-term friends, and the list goes on. You know, there are all different types of friendships that we have. But how do we maintain our friendships to keep them healthy, but not just healthy, but godly? You know, sometimes we've got friendships that um, we are friends with unsaved people, and that's awesome. But there's still a responsibility in us as our friendships build that we keep a godly aspect of who we are in that friendship. So hopefully today through this message, we can learn something to enhance the real relationships we have. You know, right in the beginning of time, God never expected us to do life alone. He never wanted us to do that. He created Adam because he wanted a relationship with Adam. But then, you know, in the scripture in Genesis 1, 26, it says, then God said, let us make human beings in our image to be like us. But then it goes on that God created Adam But he didn't want Adam to be alone. So it says in Genesis chapter 2, verse 18, Then the Lord God said, It is not good for the man to be alone. I will make a helper who is just right for him. So right in the beginning of time, we see that God wanted relationships. He wanted friendships. He wanted us to be in communication with one another and continue to build on those things. I love that passage of scripture in Ecclesiastes chapter 4, verse 9 to 10. Two people are better off than one, for they can help each other succeed. If one person falls, the other can reach out and help. But someone who falls alone is in real trouble. The Bible ranks real relationships, friendships, as one of the most important things in life. So our greatest guide for real relationships is our friendship with Jesus. It's the relationship we have with Jesus that determines how we're going to act and be in our relationships with our fellow human beings. Friendships are so important and we all need them. Don't try and tell me you don't need a friend because it's not true. Whether you're an introvert or an extrovert, we're created for friendship. 
You know, the word friendship means familiar and liking of each other's mind. People who are friends talk to each other and spend time together. They trust one another and help each other. And when they're in trouble or hurt, friends are people who can be looked up to and trusted. So in a healthy friendship, you need to trust. You need to have equality, compassion, honesty and independence. If we look at a healthy relationship, a healthy friendship, one that is a real relationship, it is one of interdependence, not dependent. Let me just stop there for a moment. What am I talking about in friendships of interdependent and dependent? The reason I say a relationship should never be dependent is because we're not meant to be dependent on one another. We're meant to be interdependent. We're meant to be there for each other. We're meant to be there to encourage, but not reliant so much on someone that we can't live without them. So as soon as you have a dependent relationship, it is not a real relationship and it is certainly not healthy. So as I go through this, we're going to look into that a little bit more and hopefully explain it in a greater way. Like I said in my opening remark, we too have different relationships with people. Our marriage is a relationship. It's a friendship. It should have been a friendship in our relationship of marriage. Our work colleagues, they need to be our friends. They mightn't be the kind of friend that we hang around with or we're with all the time, but we need to still have a friendship with those people in our school, in our church, in our universities, wherever we are, there are people around us that become our friends. You know, in the Bible, there's many people, many stories of great friendships. If you look at Naomi and Ruth, here we see the mother-in-law and the daughter-in-law. And in the book of Ruth, it tells this most beautiful story of these two women who have an incredible friendship and a love for one another. If you go on and you read about David and Jonathan in 1 Samuel chapter 18, this is an incredible example of two mates that are just there to be there for each other, to encourage each other. They loved each other in the way that a friend should love one another. If you look at Moses and Aaron, there was a great friendship. Elijah and Elijah, again, a different type of friendship. But our greatest friendship of all in the word of God is Jesus. And the way that he was a friend, he's a friend to us all. So the first thing and the first point I want to look at is how we're we building relationships with each other. In Matthew chapter 22, verse 36 to 40, it says, Teacher, which is the most important commandment in the law of Moses. And Jesus replied, You must love the Lord your God with all your heart, all your soul and all your mind. This is the first and greatest commandment. A second is equally important. Love your neighbour as yourself. So if we're going to build quality friendships, if we're going to build these real relationships with one another, we've got to know how to, number one, love the Lord God with all our heart, soul and mind. 
But to be a really quality friend, you've got to know how to love yourself. Because this is what the scripture says. Love your neighbour as yourself. You've got to be a friend to yourself. <laughs> you've got to look in the mirror and go, I'm a good person. I've actually got great things to offer. You've got to like who you are. But liking who you are comes out of understanding the value that you are to our God, how incredible you are, how special you are, that he created you just the way you are. And as we understand that, and as we allow the love that God has for us and our love for him to overflow out of us, we will love and be a friend in the manner that Jesus wants us to be. This is a huge passage of scripture. I have many friendships in my life and for them all to work, they need to be with certain keys, certain values that are implemented into them. And the values that I believe to make a great friendship is number one, honesty, not cruelty in our honesty, but to be honest and to be able to say how we feel. The second thing is to respect we actually have to know how to respect one another, how to respect different points of views, how to respect um, just different things about each other, that we're not all the same, we're not all perfect. To honour one another, to prefer, to honour, to value, to really value the friendship and to love, love unconditionally. See, Without these keys, our friendships don't often work. But we also need to know that through these values, through these keys, there are some things we have to implement into our friendships to make sure that they stay strong and godly friendships. The first thing that I talked about earlier was dependent and interdependent relationships. There has to be boundaries in your friendships. What I mean by that is that people don't own you. Only God owns you. God's the one that has you totally. I believe truthfully that the only friendship that we're allowed to be dependent in is with our relationship with Jesus Christ because he totally owns us. He has our will. So in our friendships, it's really important that we are interdependent. We are not controlled by someone else. We're not owned by someone else. Someone else doesn't dictate our diaries. Someone else doesn't dictate our lifestyle. Someone else doesn't dictate who we are and where we're going. But that together we're interdependent. That whether we see this person one week or a month later, it's the same when we get together and there's this beautiful joy about being in that friendship. It's not a friendship of feeling like we're, con we're confined to something. There are also these keys that enable us to determine if friends are real friends. The saying is we become who our friends are, who we hang around with. So if we are disciples of Jesus Christ, if we truly love Jesus with all our heart, with all our soul, with all our mind, and if we want to do what Jesus said, love ourselves and love others, then we really need to make sure 
that the people that we're hanging around with sharpen that. Now, don't get me wrong. We need to have friends with unsafe people. We need to have friends with saved people, like-minded people, people that aren't like-minded. But we can't afford to be hanging around only with people that cause us to change our values, change who we are, change the way that God expects us to be in our friendships. We need to look and go, hang on a minute, maybe I'm a little bit unbalanced in my friendship group. In Proverbs chapter 17, verse 17, it says, As iron sharpens iron, so one person sharpens another. I want to be sharpened by my friendships. I want to be with people that sharpen who I am in God, where I'm going to go with God. I want them to be able to speak into my life and say, hey, Ruth, that's a bit bit of wrong thinking there. And that we can have a discussion about that. But if I spend too much time with people who dictate their point of view and I start to go along with that and then next minute I'm turning my back on Jesus and not doing what Jesus wants, then maybe I'm in a group of friendships or a friendship group that maybe some of that needs to change because ultimately our most important friendship of all is with Jesus Christ and he's the one that dictates and leads us and guides us and determines our direction. You know, in Romans 12, 18, it says, do all you can to live in peace with everyone. Here, this scripture says, do all you can to live in peace with everyone. But this does not mean change your godly values and what Jesus says we should be like to be friends with everyone. Why do a lot of marriages... Friendships, families fall apart. It's when they lose the values from our friendships. The reason some friendships fall apart is because suddenly there's this conflict that isn't made with some values. We'll often get people to say to me, I have no friends. And when they say that, my first response is, to have friends, you must be a friend. So what is a real friend? You know, certain things are displayed in friendships. And here I believe there are three elements that are displayed in a real friendship. It's displayed with love, loyalty and emotional openness. These three elements don't come overnight. And they take a willingness for individuals to allow their friendships to grow. So here's some practical tips. If you're going to take notes, which is always good, here's some practical tips on how to build relationships with others. The first one, love God and understand how God loves you. Jesus is the greatest example of your best friend. In 1 John 4, 7 to 12, I love this passage of scripture. It says, dear friends, let us continue to love one another for love comes from God. Anyone who loves is a child of God and knows God. But anyone who does not love does not know God for God is love. God showed how much he loved us by sending his one and only son into the world so that we might have eternal life through him. This is real love. Not that we loved God, but that he loved us and sent his son as a sacrifice to take away our sins. Dear friends, 
Since God loved us that much, we surely ought to love each other. No one has ever seen God, but if we love each other, God lives in us and his love is brought to full expression in us. As we love God, our love that can come out of us comes and flows into our friendships that causes them to be drawn closer to God. The second thing here is realise that the friendship isn't all about you. Preferring others. Preferring others means you don't sit back waiting for someone to call you or you going, nobody cares about me. What it actually means is that you pick up the telephone or you text somebody or you send somebody something to reach out to your friends so that they understand how much you care about them. Because so often a friendship can be one-sided. So often a friendship can be where somebody is the constant go-to to ringing or being there for them. But that's not how friendship was meant to be. It's a two-way streak. What I do in my friendships is that I've decided that I want to be a friend that somebody would want to have. And I'm determined that I want to keep building on it and strengthening those friendships. It's funny, I had a friend, I still have this friend, who said to me um, that she has known me for 25 years and she said to me, I'm so glad, Ruth, that you keep in touch with me because if you didn't, we probably wouldn't have this friendship that we have right now. She said, I'm really slack but I'm really glad you reach out. Now, when we get together, we get on great. We've got this great friendship. I love this person very much. But do I agree with her method? No. Do I think that that's the right way to have a friendship? No. Do I think God intended our friendships to be like that? No. I truly believe that friendships are two ways and we all have a responsibility to reach out and connect and be there for one another. But sometimes, sometimes, if you value that friendship, then sometimes we need to be the one that says, I'm determined to keep it. I'm going to keep reaching out. I'm going to keep on loving and doing what I need to do. You know, our friendship with God is the same. Too often we're expecting him to do everything for us. We're expecting him to be there for us, him to contact us, him to come into our room. But we don't put the time into loving and connecting with him. And we wonder why we don't feel close to God. Another thing in our friendships is we need to be generous in our friendships. You know, generosity means the quality of being magnanimous, sorry, kindly or open-handed and have an abundance towards people. So here's something I want to say. Don't be stingy, friend expecting the other person to always give. Jesus gave his life for us. How much should we be prepared to give our lives for others? People who are generous are lavished on. It's not that you give because you want to be lavished on, but the more that you're generous, the more it comes back to you. It's a principle in the word of God. In 2 Corinthians 9.6, it says, here's my point. A stingy sower reap a meagre harvest, but the one who sows from a generous spirit will reap an abundant harvest. 
So when you're generous in your friendships with time, love, finances, you reap a huge harvest of many people waiting to be your friend. We are all busy people. But prioritising your friendships is so important. When you need someone, people are there for you incredibly because of how much you have put into that friendship. So a question I've got today, how would you rate yourself as a friend? I ask myself this question all the time and I pray that people would feel I'm a good friend. I'm one worth having. You know, in Proverbs 17, 17, it said, a friend loves at all times and a brother is born for adversity. Surface level or real friendship. Don't be the friend that speaks behind someone's back. A friend has your back and you have theirs. Friendships are not always a bed of roses. Sometimes you have a difference of opinion or a misunderstanding. That's okay because if you're a friend, you're prepared to have open communication and talk that through. If you're true friends, you're willing to speak to each other and not assume. So quickly, I want to give you how to be a good friend. Jesus is a good friend. He gave his life for us. Jesus did say though, to love him with everything and then love others as ourselves. So if we're going to follow how he was with us, our ability to be a good friend will come easy. So here's Ruth's good friend tips. So take them for whatever you want to do with them. But the first one is have a listening ear. Don't dominate the conversation all about you. Make sure you're checking in on the other person to make sure they're okay. Number two, lose expectation in your friendship. So many friendships are destroyed. So many um, marriages are destroyed. So many things are destroyed because of an expectation that we have in our heads about how a friendship should look, what a friend should do, how it should happen. The problem with that is that we have a bar and we are all human beings and none of us are going to meet the bar. And the minute that we don't meet the bar, what actually happens is we feel destroyed and, dis and the destruction in the friendship starts. It brings pain and division. Sometimes you are the one who is always giving. And because when you need that person and they don't help at the time, you write them off. But we've got to stop and remember that maybe they're going through something. Maybe they didn't meet the bar because they didn't, they didn't even know that expectation was on them. Maybe they didn't know there was a bar in the friendship. Get rid of the bar. There shouldn't be bars in your friendships. You build and cultivate a friendship, not dependent on what people do for you but the fact that you're determined to have that friendship with that person. Be willing to give of yourself. Often we may be struggling and we don't feel we have it in us to give to others. But if you can find something in you to give out, you are incredibly blessed. Decide to phone someone. Go beyond. Building friendships is important. Just quickly as I'm starting to come to an end in this message, I've got my neighbour down the, just down the back and um, through this COVID time, I've got to know this lady. She's a beautiful lady and it's been amazing just being able to build this friendship. 
and I'm determined to build the friendship. But the way that I've been building the friendship is by giving into that. I've been baking, dropping things off. I've been um, doing different things that I wanted to do to help them. But in turn now, it's starting to be brought back to me. She's bought me some baking. Not only that, now she's rung me and said, can we go for a walk? You know, we've had them over for dinner. The friendship has started to build. We had them over for dinner when COVID wasn't um, in those restrictions. Don't panic. I haven't had them for dinner in COVID. Okay. But we're building that friendship. She's not a Christian, but I'm not going to move my values out of this friendship. My values stay the same, but I'm going to love her and I'm going to continue to build the relationship with her. And I'm not even actually building the relationship. This will shock you. I'm not actually building the relationship so that she'll come to church with me. But what I'm building the relationship is because I want the friendship. And in that friendship, I'm praying that she sees the Jesus in me shining so brightly that she can't help but want what I've got. Good friendships come by putting in the work and a determination to have them with no expectation. Remove the bar. Don't put a bar. So a big question this morning is how, number one, is your friendship with God? How are you with him? Where does God sit in your life right now? Is it one-sided? Is it all about whether God's going to do something for you? Are you stopped trusting God? Did you have a bar up on God? Did you allow some of your relationship with God to be destroyed because you have made it one way? Or are you determined to put in? Are you determined to worship him, love him, trust him, give him all? Like the scripture says, love the Lord your God with all your heart, with all your soul and with all your mind, giving him your all. When we come to friendships with each other, let's make sure they're godly friendships, uplifting, encouraging, and being the friend that somebody really wants to have and making sure that honesty, respect, honour, value and love is placed in it. Friendships are meant to be. So reach in and find them and put in. Don't wait. Don't sit back. Don't put the bar up. But allow God to flow through you. And I promise you, you will have quality friendships that will change your life forever. Let's pray. Father God, I thank you so much. I thank you that you're there for us. I thank you that you love us. I thank you for the way that you strengthen us and enable us at all times to reach out to other people. And God, I pray that if any of us have got um, bars up or that we've made friendships dependent or we've um, put those walls up and said, I'm not going to be friends with those people anymore, that Lord, we will take the bar down. We'll take everything that we need away and we'll come back and we'll say, God, we want our friendships to be godly. We want them to be friendships that will enhance one another and to be there for one another. So help us today, I pray in your precious name. Amen. Hey, I've talked a lot today about 
Jesus, about God being our best friend. And maybe you're watching today online and you don't know Jesus. You don't really understand who he is, but you've chosen to watch this podcast, this live stream, and you've decided that you wanted to see what was happening. And something inside of you has said, I want Jesus as my best friend. I want him to be there for me as well. And I want to learn more about it. So on our website, we've got a page that says, says Jesus, you can click on that. It'll take you straight through. Write your name. We'd like to reach out to you. But if you're on the chat today, just reach out into the chat and just mention that and we will reach out to you and be able to help you. And just to explain a little bit more about what this decision means. So it's the best decision you could ever make. And here's the best friend you can ever have. So God bless you and have a wonderful rest of your day. Thank you. Thanks for listening through this message recorded live at Resound Church in Melbourne. You can find out more about who we are online, including service times and our live streams. Have a great week and we'll catch you next time.